You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome to episode 59 of Leading and Learning, and today we're providing, we're talking about tips for reading the book of Acts, or the Acts of the Apostles is the the full title of the the New Testament book. And as many of you know, the the book of Acts is the fifth book in the New Testament. Of course, first you've got the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and these provide um, the story of Jesus, his life, his ministry, his miracles, his death, his resurrection. And then the the Acts of the Apostles comes next, and it provides the, the story of the growth of Christianity and the history of the early church. The Acts is part of a, a two-volume set that started with the Gospel of Luke. Um, Luke wrote both volumes, and they were originally um, uh, passed around the churches as one volume, or two volumes in one. And whereas Luke covers the first, you know, the, the ministry of Jesus, the 33 years or so of Jesus' life and ministry, then he moves into Acts and covers the first 30 or 35 years of the early church. The Acts of the Apostles is easily one of the most exciting books in the New Testament. It's fast-paced. Um, it's thrilling. There's lots of great stories, a lot of drama there. And uh, seeing the growth and spread of Christianity from Jerusalem to Rome um, is, is a very, very exciting story that, that Luke presents in the Acts of the Apostles. Now, there are many different ways to outline the book of Acts. There's many different ways to read it. But uh, I want to give you two primary ways to outline the Acts of the Apostles. And these two, these two outlines are very simple, but they will help you and guide you as you read through this exciting book. Now, the first way to, to read Acts, or to outline Acts even, is found in chapter 1, verse 8. And Jesus told his followers, they were concerned about um, now that Jesus was raised from the dead, and this is, of course, after the resurrection and very soon before Jesus ascended to heaven. And um, as they were talking, the disciples were wondering, hey, is the kingdom of God coming now? Now that you've you've been raised from the dead, now are you going to establish your kingdom? And he, Jesus told them, he said, he said, look, it's not for you to worry about um, these things, but in Acts 1.8 he says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And what this verse does, obviously it gives us a great promise of, of the power of the Holy Spirit for sharing the gospel. But even more than that, it also provides us with a natural outline to the book. The story opens with the disciples in Jerusalem. Um, Jesus has just ascended to heaven. In chapter 2, the Holy Spirit comes upon them and they begin their ministry in Jerusalem. Um, 
Peter and, and, and the other apostles spread the message of Jesus throughout Jerusalem. And then they begin to branch out of Jerusalem into Judea, the, the surrounding area um, where Jerusalem is located. Uh, Peter is seen performing many similar miracles that he saw Jesus perform, including raising a woman from the dead. Uh, a man named Philip is, is shown taking the gospel later on into the region of Samaria. And, and, and as we know, the, the Jews and the Samaritans hated each other. But um, with Jesus' command to take the gospel into all the world, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then the ends of the earth, this was just a natural progression. And so Philip took the gospel into Samaria. And uh, the, the book of Acts records that he preached and performed miracles there and won over a large number of people. In Acts 8, uh, verses 5 through 8, it says, Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said. With a shriek, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. And a severe persecution forced many Christians to flee Jerusalem. You know, Jerusalem was comfortable. Jerusalem was the, the hub of Judaism for the world. In fact, many Jews viewed uh, Jerusalem is the center of the world. But Jesus obviously wanted his followers to take the gospel into the rest of the world. And so he even said in another place, he said, preach the gospel to every creature. And so when the persecution in Jerusalem forced many of the Christians to flee, they began to go farther and farther away. And the message of Christ began to take root in many other cities. And as we'll see in the second half of Acts, um, in, in just a second we'll talk about uh, the, the different personalities, but in the second half of Acts we see that the, the, entire book, the entire second half of the book is devoted to the ministry of Paul. And Paul was the first Christian to really take this message on a large scale to non-Jews. And he and his team traveled throughout the Roman Empire preaching the message of Christ in some of the largest Roman cities and eventually even ending up in Rome itself, albeit as a prisoner, but he was in Rome and able to preach the gospel in Rome as well. So, so the first way to outline the Acts of the Apostles is the, the spread of the message. Acts 1.8 provides us with a simple outline, and we can see the spread of the message throughout the book, as Luke writes. Now, the second way to read the Acts of the Apostles is to focus on the personalities that Luke wrote about. Most of the first half of the book of Acts is interested in what Peter did. Of course, there are other, a few other apostles mentioned as well, but, but Peter's ministry is followed very closely, and Luke provides the reader with, with a number of stories and a number of his messages, even um, providing the text for some of Peter's sermons that he preached. And so, so the first half of Acts is Peter's ministry primarily to uh, Jewish uh, people and, and, and preaching the gospel to them and seeing them become Jewish Christians. But in the second half of Acts, Luke changes gears and only focuses on Paul. From pretty much chapter 13 on, it's devoted uh, almost exclusively to Paul's ministry and Paul's travels throughout uh, the Roman Empire. Luke gives us three different accounts of Paul's conversion. Um, in Acts 9, we see 
the the story firsthand that uh, uh, when when Paul, who was uh, a notorious hater of Christianity, he was a Pharisee and he was very zealous for the Jewish law, and he was actually on his way to Damascus to persecute the Christians there, to arrest them, to um, drag them out of their homes and bring them to Jerusalem for trial as heretics. And it was on this trip to Damascus, the 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 Christian hater, um, the persecutor, uh, Paul the Apostle, the 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 actually at the time his name was Saul, his new Jewish name was Saul. And as he was traveling to to Damascus, a, a, a bright light appeared to him, and he had an encounter with Jesus. And so Luke. Um, gives us this account the first time in chapter 9, and then we actually get two other accounts of Paul giving his own version of what happened. And it's the same story, it's just Paul relating it firsthand. So um, Paul then begins to travel um, and preach the gospel in many different places. Um, the first thing he, he, that, that happens is he begins to uh, preach the gospel in Syria and basically what would be Turkey, uh, Turkey Minor or, or um, southern Turkey today, Asia Minor. But uh, uh, then Barnabas takes Paul, one of the, the, the apostles from Jerusalem, takes Paul, and uh, by this time he's being called Paul, and uh, brings him to, to, uh, to Antioch, and he serves as a pastor there with Barnabas in a primarily non-Jewish uh, church. And after a year, Barnabas and Paul begin to travel and take the message of Christ further into the Roman Empire. And Paul's missionary work is then divided into three distinct trips that he took to plant churches. And, and Luke describes these trips, and they're very exciting. Um, remember, travel in the first century wasn't easy. There were no planes to hop onto or cars or buses. Travel was very, very difficult and very dangerous. And there were uh, many trials that, that, that the apostles encountered along the way. And each trip became successively longer and went farther into the Roman Empire, deeper and deeper into the Roman Empire. And Paul and his team spent some time in some of the biggest cities in the Roman Empire. For example, they spent around two years in Corinth, one of the large and great cities of the Roman Empire. And uh, Paul planted churches there and ended up writing, um, well, we have two of the letters that he wrote to the Corinthian church. Um, And then Paul, we know he also spent over three years in the, the great city of Ephesus, which is located in Asia. And um, again, another great city in the Roman Empire, and Paul spent much time there planting churches in and around Ephesus. We know of several churches that were planted um, either by Paul or by his followers throughout that region. And we know, of course, he also wrote the letter to the Ephesians. So studying Paul's missionary journeys are a great way to see how Christianity grew and spread in the first century. So the book of Acts provides us with with a fascinating window into the early church. Luke shows how Christianity grew from a, a Jewish sect to a universal movement that was spreading throughout the Roman Empire. One of the other interesting things about Acts is the fact that Luke doesn't just focus on the big picture, but he also provides a number of snapshots of the kinds of people 
that made up these different Christian communities, these these small churches. A great example of this is in Acts 16, where um, he details how the church in Philippi was founded. But he also gives three stories of different people who became a part of this church. Fascinating. Check it out, because he's not just giving us the, the, the macro picture, he's also giving us the micro picture. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. Um, what do you think of the book of Acts? Do you enjoy reading Acts? How has it had an impact on you? Um, let me know what you think. Go to davidspell.com. And if you have any questions about the book of Acts, um, I'd love to, to discuss things with you. I'd love to answer you. So davidspell.com, leave your question or comment in the comment section for today's post. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. Just punch your email address in, and uh, each new post, I publish three a week, will just come right into your inbox. And your email address is safe with me. I'll never give it to anybody, I promise. So um, sign up, and also subscribers get my free monthly subscribers-only newsletter. I send that out once a month. So check it out. I know you'll enjoy it. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. And in this episode, we were talking about the Acts of the Apostles, so I want to highlight my book, Peter and Paul and Acts. Now, Peter and Paul and Acts was actually my doctoral dissertation. And what I did was I actually took that, that text, I mean, it's a 240-page text that I did for my dissertation, and then I took it and I tweaked it and I, I made it more readable. But you will love this. This is such a great study aid for anybody that wants to get more out of the Acts of the Apostles. Um, we talk about the background of the book. We talk about the historical reliability of the book. You know, there are many people that attack the his historicity of the Acts of the Apostles and, uh, you know, think that maybe Luke just made some of this stuff up. And so we talk about that. Is there a reason to believe what Luke told us? So, so check that out. But also, it's a guide. It's a handbook for reading the book of Acts. As you read the book of Acts, um, Peter and Paul in Acts will really help you get much, much more out of it. So I'll put a link to Peter and Paul in Acts in the show notes. I encourage you to check it out because I know it's going to help you. Now, as we close today, could I ask for just a small favor? Would you take just a moment and go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a review? Your reviews are so important for podcasts like mine. Your reviews push me higher in the ratings so we can get our content to more awesome people just like you. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion. Thank you.